This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. 7.45 on the button. Time for us to connect with Wendy Christine. Uh, before we get there, let me remind you that this insert is sponsored by Mana Health Products, the only 100% uh, natural organic supplement for blood sugar control. Uh, good morning, Wendy. Hope you're well. Good morning, Brad. I am, thanks. How are you? Fantastic. I'm all right. Let me introduce you. That would be the polite thing to do on a Thursday morning, wouldn't you say? <laughs> Wendy, <laughs> Wendy is a health coach and wellness <laughs> practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. You're busy? I thought I'd ask. Business okay? People coming in saying we need some help, Wendy, and I'm guessing you're leading them all on the right path? Yeah, I must say it is pretty good, so I'm very grateful. Yeah, absolutely. Now, this is a tough one to speak about because we're talking about sleep uh, this morning, the importance of sleep. Often when it comes to sleep, we feel very proud of ourselves. If we can push through, you know, and burn the midnight oil, as we say, and get just a few hours of sleep, we feel like it's almost a badge to wear. I'm sleep deprived, but look how productive I, well, I imagine that I am. And we're doing ourselves more harm than good, aren't we? Yeah, um, really sleep is a is a vital component of our well-being. Um, and so to make sure that we're getting enough sleep is very important. We shouldn't be pushing through. We should actually be, you know, making sure that we're getting the sleep that we need. Yeah, and, and, and it's not just about being able to not be tired. I mean, that's not really why we need to have good sleep. It's not just to say, I'm not tired. I think there's a whole lot more to it than that. There absolutely is. So there's a whole lot of regeneration that happens um, at night while we sleep. You know, our brains get to repair themselves and to to throw out any of the debris that's there, that's that's accumulated. We can process our thoughts. Mm. Um, there's all sorts of things that happen on a metabolic as as well as on a physiological level. So, so let's chat about um, when we're awake. I know we're talking a lot now about the importance of sleep, but when we're awake that and how well we function how well we do is obviously dependent on sleep i think we're more concerned about sleeping we need to be concerned about setting ourselves up for good awake time that's right yes so the quality of our sleep will influence how we feel when we are awake and so if we're not sleeping well so i mean you might sleep for seven hours or appear to sleep for seven hours, but you might not have a good quality of sleep. That will also influence how you feel when you're awake. And and our different ages, so that also is sleep um, times will vary depending on where we are in life. That's right. So as children, children and teenagers need a lot more sleep than, than adults do. Um, but uh, and, and normally as adults get older, so the older um, adults, they, they generally need less sleep or not need less sleep. They tend to sleep less. Um, and then in the middle periods, we have an average amount of sleep that we need. And so anywhere around six to seven hours at least. So, so let's talk about not getting enough sleep. Let's get into the conversation of what happens in our bodies when we're not getting the necessary amount of sleep. So a sleep deficiency can disrupt our ability to react on time. So it slows down how we think, how we work, how we learn, how we interact with other people. And... Um, also, obviously, it can affect our driving capacity. So, mm. you know, if you're not getting enough sleep and you're on the road, you can be a danger to yourself and to others because we have a higher risk of having car accidents um, or, you know, just uh, not being able to function in our vehicles effectively because we haven't had enough sleep. Um, so what is happening inside of our brains when, we, when we, we sleep that would not be happening as it should if we weren't sleeping enough? 
So sleep enhances the learning and problem-solving skills in our brains. And when we sleep, our brains actually prepare us for the next day. Um, they help to form new pathways. So um, it helps us to learn. It helps us to retain memories, so to remember the information that we've learned from the day before or from time before. And it also helps us to be creative and to be able to make decisions effectively. Uh, Wendy, does not getting enough sleep have effect on our mental health as well as our, our physical health? Yes, it certainly does. So it, it has been linked to depression and certainly um, suicide and um, risk-taking behavior as well. And so people who are um, sleep de deficient or sleep deprived have um, much less productivity as well. So that makes them make mistakes. So that affects self-esteem. Mm. Uh, you know, you don't feel good about yourself um, and you can also take longer to finish your tasks and make more mistakes. So again, that also links into mental health. And sometimes children and teens, I think, uh, can experience life in a, in a challenging way to start with. But the moment there's some sleep deprivation there, uh, that might have an effect on them developmentally and emotionally. It does. It, it, when, when we're sleep deprived, we're much less able to control our emotions. And so children especially can be more impulsive. They can feel more angry. Uh, they can have mood swings. They can feel sad or depressed. So all those emotions. Um, and then it can affect their motivation as well. You know, So they just don't have the, the, the energy and the drive to be able to do what is required of them. So, so let's chat a little bit about um, um, what happens on a physical level in our bodies when we're getting good sleep. Okay, so sleep helps us um, to heal. Um, it helps us to repair and regenerate um, certain cells, but it certainly helps for the, the heart and the blood vessels. The brain is very important as well there. Mm. Um, and if we don't have enough sleep, as we've spoken about before, one of the other, some of the other things that can happen is that we can have an increased risk for heart disease, for kidney disease, um, high blood pressure, strokes, those kind of things. And then they've also shown, the studies have shown that we have a higher risk for diabetes if we're not sleeping effectively yeah. because it disrupts the, the the body's ability to manage its blood sugar um, control or blood sugar levels. And so it puts us at higher risk for diabetes. And that's what we were touching on last week when we were touching on diabetes. And I think that's really sparked this conversation today that um, – uh, sleep is so important to cover so many areas besides just I'm tired or I'm not tired. So, so let's talk about the hormones and, and hormonal balance that happens in our bodies during sleep time. So you have two hormones um, that um, help you to either feel hungry or to feel full. And those are called um, ghrelin and leptin. But if you don't get enough sleep, the levels of ghrelin goes up and your le levels of leptin go down so that you feel hungrier all the mm. time. So you want to eat all the time. So you <laughs> are then at a higher risk to gain weight. Oh. Um, and uh, it, it completely disrupts your, your eating patterns. This is so fascinating. Now, uh, Wendy, for the listeners here, Wendy shared some information with me uh, to give me an idea of our conversation this morning. And, and in uh, what Wendy was chatting to me about, you, <laughs> I'm laughing because this seems very funny to me. Uh, you can actually sleep while you're awake in a thing called microsleep. What's this, Wendy? This fascinates me. Yes. <laughs> so this is actually quite a scary, scary thing that happens because our brains and our bodies need the sleep that they need. And a microsleep is a brief moment of sleep that happens when you're awake. So you're not even aware of it. And this is this is where it becomes dangerous if you are um, driving a car yeah. or um, operating, you know, heavy machinery or something like that, and you have these microsleeps, you momentarily lose control of whatever it is that you're doing. And it happens completely involuntarily. Um, and so 
you 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 know you you have to you have to make sure that you're getting enough sleep or make sure that you're not operating any any machinery if you haven't been or driving a vehicle because you are at risk of having these little micro sleeps. That's pretty scary, although it does help. Maybe someone's listening now saying, well, that makes a lot of sense. That's what's happening to me. We just need to get more sleep. Uh, what about, uh, I had a friend and, and um, at the time she was grossly um, overweight and uh, we met her when we were living overseas and, and she's taken this massive turnaround. She's a completely different person in terms of her appearance, yes, but in terms of her health. And one of the things she often struggled with, Wendy, she needed to sleep with an oxygen tank because she would just stop breathing while she was sleeping. Yeah, so that that's a disorder known as sleep apnea. Um, it often goes undiagnosed. So for, for a long time, people might not even be aware of the fact that they have this. But what happens is your breathing stops and starts throughout the night. So um, you have lots of snoring. Um, you know, you can cough and splutter and you can take deep breaths, deep breaths and, you know, so gasp for air um, mm. throughout the night. Um, but it, it, this is one of the things that results in in those micro sleeps that we've just spoken about, uh-huh. and often daytime fatigue. So you're not getting enough oxygen in, through your, through your brain because you literally stop breathing for a while, um, and then you you know you've got a, a cough and splutter, but it disrupts your pattern of sleep, so you don't um, have good quality sleep. Wendy, can you sleep too much? Yes, you can. So oversleeping is a thing. Um, as much as undersleeping is, so some people just feel constantly tired, and the more tired you feel, the more you want to sleep, and uh, and so oversleeping can certainly be be problematic. Um, your sleep, the more you sleep, doesn't mean you feel more refreshed. Oftentimes, if you're oversleeping, you feel more tired, and so it just perpetuates that cycle of fatigue. So then, Wendy, as we wrap this up. You've, you've explained how different we all are and how we often struggle with things. We might be going to bed at a reasonable time, but for other reasons, we're not really sleeping very well. So we're not getting what we need. We all want to try and sleep enough. What is enough? So it's quite difficult to say because we are all unique individuals. So some of us need slightly less, some of us need slightly more time. But your average amount of sleep, that, that your, your absolute minimum that you should be going for is about six hours. Six okay. to seven hours is your average time for 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 most adults, um, but some people need you know up to eight hours sleep. So we we need to listen to our bodies and know what it is that we need. Um, but a, an absolute minimum would be six hours. Yeah, um, and and then I, I, I'm taking this conversation further when we don't need to. But I mean, if you have a nap, is that really going to help you? Um, if you're not getting enough sleep, saying I, I'm, I've only slept five hours, but I'll, I'll have an hour this afternoon, that'll help me out. Well, it depends. So having a nap is is not a bad thing in itself. But if you consistently struggle with sleep or if you're consistently not getting enough sleep, it will disrupt the quality of your nighttime sleep. And so the length and the timing of that nap is quite important. Mm. So if you're having a short nap, early on in the afternoon, so say between 12 and 2, um, and you're not sleeping for more than 20 to 30 minutes, then that's not necessarily a bad idea. But if you're having a two or three hour sleep in the, in the middle of the day, you, you're going to then disrupt your ability to fall asleep and your quality of sleep for the nighttime. So if you're struggling with any sleep disorders, I wouldn't actually recommend napping during the day. Well, there you have it. That's coming your way from Wendy Christian. I'm not sure why, and it's not because Wendy's boring, but I feel tired now. Just speaking about this and talking about sleep makes me actually want to sleep. I don't think the weather's helping us either. <laughs> Days like today where you feel, did I get enough sleep? I'm feeling a bit tired. Look out the window, see the dreary weather, and then all you want to do is go back to sleep. 
Uh, Wendy, we're grateful for your input and for your expertise. Thank you so much for this this morning. To our listeners, catch the podcast later on this morning and uh, you can share it with someone else who you feel might need to learn a little bit about how to get better sleep. We appreciate you. Wendy Christine, health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. Here's to a great day. Thanks, Brad. And to you. Bye. Bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.